Time to uh, get an update on what is happening with U.S. President Donald Trump. Uh, His medical team confirming he will soon head back to the White House as he continues treatment for COVID-19. He has been at the Walter Reed National Military Medical Center on a three-day hospitalization. We try to get patients home and out of the hospital uh, as quickly as is safe and reasonable. Every day a patient stays in the hospital unnecessarily is a risk to themselves. That was Dr. Sean Conley. Trump tweeting earlier today that he feels better than he has in 20 years. So we are going to bring in Reggie Cicchini, Global News Washington correspondent in Bethesda, Maryland. Reggie, thank you so much for being with us. Good afternoon. It has been a fast changing day. So what is the latest? Well, so we know the president is going to be leaving hospital. He undercut the message from his own medical staff by getting out ahead of them and putting that out on Twitter in a very cavalier tweet, uh, talking about how COVID-19 isn't something to be afraid. Don't let it control your life. Uh, This from a president who has spent three days in hospital getting experimental treatments uh, to try and deal with the fact that he has COVID-19. Outside of that, the medical update that was provided by uh, his physician and by those at Walter Reed uh, was still uh, as murky as it was over the weekend. They will not give information on what the president's lung scans look like. They will not uh, give further details on anything uh, beyond uh, treatments that the president is receiving, trying to hide behind the the, the uh, Hippocratic Oath. Uh, and it really does simply just raise more questions as to how strong the president actually is as he heads back to the White House. And when he goes back to the White House, uh, they kind of touched on this today as well. It, he is going back. He will have 24-hour care, almost as though, uh, I mean, there's full hospitalized care in the, in the White House. Yeah, they do have a well-stacked and well-staffed physicians and medical uh, treatment area inside the White House. Uh, But the fact that the president is heading back to uh, the executive branch as a COVID positive patient, when this building is actively staffed with hundreds of people, both in the in the uh, in the office side and in the resident side, uh, poses problems for a building that is already being looked at as a nexus for potential spread, given the sheer number of people who work close to the administration inside the White House that continue to test positive. And do we have a a grand total at this point of people who were close to the president and people who work for the president who have have, uh, tested positive? So the number has to be kind of a guesstimate here because the White House, uh, via the press secretary, who is now positive, uh, they're not releasing exactly who may be testing positive, trying to cite uh, privacy. But we do know that there's roughly uh, 11 or 12 people from within the administration, both at the White House and on Capitol Hill, that have tested positive, uh, including Kayleigh McEnany, including a secondary person inside the press office uh, that was announced today, and including three journalists. But the fact that they won't talk about who is positive and that they're not actively undertaking any kind of contact tracing really makes it difficult to go backwards and see who may else wind up testing positive. And has there been any other follow-up on the president's cruise around in the SUV yesterday, whether or not the people that were in the vehicle are now quarantining or if that could have potentially exposed others? The information uh, is not being released from the Secret Service as to whether they are uh, quarantining or isolating. They have said in the past that they do not release uh, the information, uh, medical information for the staff that that surround the president. Uh, But medical experts both inside Walter Reed and across the U.S. have simply called that a reckless move, what the president did, uh, actively kind of flying in the face of people around this country who have been isolated themselves or lost somebody because of COVID-19. 
yet the president broke isolation, got into a vehicle, uh, and put people's lives at risk solely so that he could remain the face of the administration, despite the fact that he is actively uh, uh, suffering from a disease that has killed uh, 210,000 people. Well, and uh, isn't that also being taken as a bit of a slap in the face as well, that tweet that you mentioned right off the top, where he tweeted out, don't let it dominate your life. We have some great drugs and knowledge. Well, and look, he's saying don't let it dominate your life to the to the hundreds of thousands of people who will never see a loved one again because they have died from a disease that the president on tape to Bob Woodward earlier this year uh, said that he was downplaying to not cause any kind of panic. But also it is the fact that the president is saying don't let it control your life uh, when he actively went to a hospital because he was sick because he needed treatment and they used experimental drugs on him uh, to deal with the fact that he had developed such potentially severe symptoms from this disease. That, that tweet goes back to the old Donald Trump and the physicians today outside of Walter Reed said he's back to him, his old self. That tweet was back to his old self. <laughs> what happens next then as far as debates and what happens with the actual campaign? So the campaign uh, is still sidelined. Uh, the, the Trump family and Trump surrogates are actively out there and will be out there this week uh, to try and keep that message going forward. They've already actually tried to spin this into a positive for Donald Trump. Trump surrogates were on Fox News this morning saying that he now has life experience with COVID-19 because he's contracted it. Uh, and Joe Biden hasn't. Therefore, he's not the person who should be able to talk about this. This is the spin that's now being used on a president who contracted a deadly disease, making it a plus for his campaign. Uh, but the doctors as well today said, uh, they, they, rather, they didn't say whether he should or shouldn't return to the campaign trail. That also poses problems going forward, especially with that debate, uh, you know, less than two weeks away. And it's still up in the air if it will go forward. Uh, which, again, I think a lot of people questioning if they heard that correctly. But as you're saying, now they are using this as a a positive thing saying he's more in tune or better suited to be president because he had COVID-19 or has COVID-19. Yeah, because he he's now lived through it. And they're saying that this is the moment that, that Donald Trump now understands COVID-19, despite the fact that he led a country that is seeing 40,000 cases of this virus every single day that he turned his back on at the very beginning of it uh, and that he has continued to downplay now that he's contracted it. This is a good thing, they say, for the country because he's able to talk the country through it, uh, even as he actively undercuts Joe Biden and his campaign for practicing mitigation efforts to not contract this virus. Joe Biden did not get hospitalized for this virus. Donald Trump did. And they're spinning this to be a good thing. All right, Reggie, we will leave it there. I know it's a very busy day for you. Thanks so much for taking some time with us. Thank you. That is Reggie Cicchini, a Global News Washington correspondent. And we will keep you up to date with what is happening. Uh, if the timeline stays the same, that would see Donald Trump, the U.S. president, leave that medical center in about two hours from now. But again, we will keep you up to date on what is happening with that.